But back to Viking. We we're back. We're here and we're in space. We resume on the (laughs) the Blue Lucy, the old rust bucket freighter. Uh, moving closer and closer to the cylindrical space station of Gisha 2. And the camera focuses in on the midsection of the ship, and we zoom further in past the outer plating and the cables and the inner passageways, and we find Albert? Maybe, maybe we find Albert in uh, in med the med bay. Yeah, Albert is sitting in front of Bob, and a green uh, chess screen is on the computer monitor. And then uh, Locke walks in. Oh, this is my favorite part about when we docked. I get I love to watch you play. May I come in? Yes, of course, Locke. Would you uh, would you like to play? I'd like to see how you handle this situation. That's an interesting defense, I believe. Yeah. Or is that offense? I uh, I get those two mixed up. It's all relative, I guess. Um, this is a, actually a classic setup. Um, I uh, loaded a few scenarios into Bob before we left our, our last port, and uh, I'm trying to figure out some solutions to these classic quandaries in chess. Mm. Maybe you can... Uh, Figure them out for me. Well, I'll, I'll, I'd like to watch, and if I can help, I will. So here's the problem. I'm down quite a few pieces, as you can see. Um, I lost my queen. I still have a bishop and a rook and a knight. If I move my bishop to try and take the king, put him in check, then I open myself up to the pawn sitting at my gate. Can you uh, figure out a way to maybe use the knight or the rook to keep my bishop and my king safe? Oh, um, and I'll, I'll kind of look at it for a moment and kind of calculating some moves. I don't, I really just need to see how you would solve this. Sure. Well, I was thinking of a move. Let's try it. Bob, move uh, rook to G5. So the, the screen of the chess piece flashes the chess piece that you selected, and then it moves on the screen over to the new space. Then Bob goes, and the um, pawn that was sitting in front of my king moves into even better position, and I'm in checkmate. Well, Locke, I guess that was the best I can do. It seems pretty good, right? Well, I do lose, so not great. Oh, well, I uh, see. I get it mixed up. I. Well, we'll figure it out. That's what I love about you, Locke. I'm all caught up in my side of the board and you're looking at the whole thing. We're parking. Yeah, we we. uh the uh, the lights of the ship actually change to an amber yellow to signify that uh, you'll be docking soon, and they pulse a couple times, one two, one two, to signify that artificial gravity will be uh, an issue that you'll have to deal with here in a second. So if you're floating around, you wouldn't like as soon as the artificial gravity engages, you'd be fucked up if you didn't like take a seat. So. So then is that a good part to cut over to? Yep. The, so we, we watch as Frankie deftly and expertly positions the craft. And now uh, Gisha 2 is enormous. I mean, it's the size of uh, like a huge skyscraper and it's this big cylinder. And around the top and bottom sections of the cylinder are these long uh, protruding docking clamps that will connect to a ship that allow you to dock onto the station. Uh, In order for your ship to dock, you'll have to have the top of the ship dock with the, um, the spindle, is what they call it, so that the artificial gravity of the centrifugal force the rotation of the space station causes your feet to stick to the floor. Mm. So basically, you're 
putting the top of your ship onto the spindle so that you rotate with the circular motion of the cylinder. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Frank, you you park this thing and get it close to center. A uh, a voice comes over comms. One of the f- uh, docking, uh, what were they like a, a portmaster? Um, you get assigned one as you get close to a station that helps navigate you through the various ship traffic. He says, okay, uh, Frankie, a little closer. Um, 2% to your right thruster. Got it. 2% to left thruster. All right. Okay, we've got you. Hold on. Holding. And then you you hear a loud... And the whole ship shakes and vibrates and lurches a little bit as the ship now begins rotating at the same speed as the station. So you are locked and secured. In fact, the dock master comes over, comes, all right, Frankie, the Blue Lucy is docked and secured. We've got your shipping manifest. Uh, your, uh, your people are free to disembark. Um, have the captain send over your shipping manifest uh, whenever he can. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Frankie. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Over and out. The captain um, now has to like push himself up from the chair. The artificial gravity of the spinning station. Um, you don't need mag boots. It's all like basically r- repeating or replicating Earth's uh, gravity. One one G is what you would call it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Because zero G is no gravity. Right. Yep. And if you're in different gravities, at least we can add to it like 1.5, yeah. 2, whatever. And we don't need to get super right. minutiae. But at least but you could just, you know, it can be what it is. So. Yep. Uh, and so the captain pushes up from his chair and he puts his hand on your shoulder. Frankie says, uh, good, good work, Frankie. Uh, you got us here in one piece. So, all right. Keep everyone safe, all right? Me and Gap and the... Uh, Marines are going to go off ship here for a little bit. We're going to collect some information about our bounty and we'll be back. Don't you think the individual driving the getaway vehicle should be uh, in attendance at this here meeting? <laughs> he laughs at your use of the word getaway vehicle. Frankie, it was one time that <laughs> this isn't like that. I'm the pilot of the ship and I want to be present in this here situation. Roll persuasion using intellect. If you're trained in persuasion, I don't know if you are. I am not. So you will just make basically an intellect roll. So a D100, so 2D10. Yes. And you're trying to roll under your intellect. It is an unmodified roll, so you're just that number, you're trying to roll under it. Okay. Uh, no. I roll an 88. So uh, doubles, if you fail, is a critical failure. Oh. Doubles, if you succeed, are a critical success. Cool. So I crit fail. Listen, Frankie, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, I don't trust any of the other, these other knuckleheads aboard the Blue Loose without me on board, and uh, I'm just going to need you to stay on ship and make sure no one fucks with it while we're gone, okay? All right. And he like gives you a firm pat on the shoulder, Babysitter. Got it. And he walks off of the bridge, leaving you alone with your thoughts. About how long do you think they, we will be here? Oh, yeah. Um, give me a few hours. I'll, I'll calm you if anything changes, all right? Got it, Captain. So, yeah, nothing would be more irritating than getting to civilization and being told, yeah, you got to stay aboard the ship. Yeah. And so the captain disappears down the passageway. Um, I don't know where Albert and Locke, I don't know where you guys are. I would like to find Albert. Okay. So we're kind of hanging out in, in the, we're hanging out in the med bay together. So normally and he's kind of explaining some of the moves and just not quite getting what his strategy was. And you guys felt like, right. Suddenly there is gravity, right? Gravity. I take up those grav boots and I go, Dr. Kwong, I, I, I hate those boots. I just can't get the, I just can't get them. Well, um, is it the heel toe or? I just feel like I'm so clumsy all the time. 
I mean, the way you move about the ship when we're in zero G, you seem pretty effortless. I don't know. Have you ever tried just going without him? Uh, I'm just worried I'll hit my head on something, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you might, but, you know, I'd give you something for that. <laughs> That's true. You do have a lot of drugs. Uh, speaking of drugs, Locke, it's been um, about 10, or excuse me, Albert, excuse me. Uh, it's been about eight-ish hours since you woke up and had your fix. Um, our, we don't need to overplay it. Certainly, we don't want to turn it into like a farcical thing, but um, like... What, what is it? How long does it take you to experience symptoms of withdrawal? Eight hours is pretty short, but yeah. no, that's the, how much of an addict are you? I mean, after, um, six hours effects start setting in sweaty palms. You can see sweat forming, um, around my chest and arms. Um, eyes are starting to dart around and a little short of breath. So, so we, we see this exchange, we see you, we see Locke and, uh, the captain pokes his head into the med bay and, Oh, uh, Hey cap, are you sure you don't want me to come down? I know that we're short on some supplies. Like, (laughs) do you, do you salute? Like, no, yes, I do. (laughs) I get up and I salute and then, uh, yeah, Locke, you can, you can put your hand down. Oh, Albert, uh, I'm taking Gep. And the Marines off ship. Um, we've got a meeting set up uh, on station side. Oh. I told Frankie to keep everyone on board in case we need to boogie out of here in a hurry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, we don't have a lot of stim packs left from the last job. And this might be the last stop that we can pick some stuff up. If, you know, things go bad with the Marines and they need something. Why? Right, li- listen. I get it, Albert. Fine. But just don't don't make me regret giving you leave. All right? You got it, Cap. All right. Uh, I'd like I'll make sure that he I I can keep watch keep you, an eye. What why are you talking to me? Come on, Cap. Block can come with me. You keep me out of trouble. And maybe at this point, uh, we see uh, Frankie like... You're telling me that these monkeys get to take leave and I got to sit here and make sure all the rest of these assholes stay on the ship? Oh, God damn <laughs> <I'm> it. A monkey. <laughs> Who the fuck are you calling a monkey? All right, listen up. <laughs> That's funny. I'm giving everyone two hours of shore leave. Thank you, Cap. Two hours. And if you're not on board the ship by the time I get back, then you're not coming with us. You're stuck in this shithole, all right? Who else is going to drive? Oh, God damn it, Frankie. <laughs> if you're not here by the time Frankie gets back, and Frankie, if I have to call for you, I'm cutting into your shares. When have I ever let you down, Captain? Never, but I don't want this to be the start. Got it? Got Seriously, it. keep these two dipshits in line. I have to go with them? Yes. She, she doesn't need to come with. No, she absolutely does. Got it, Frankie? Yes, Captain. Boozer, and he goes up to his earpiece. Boozer, you got an hour of shore leave. Make it count. And then we hear like some static and like, oh, great. Thanks, Cap. And he, he turns off his comms. You hear, and a hand job. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me regret giving you leave, okay? He looks at all three of you. I'm just smiling at his face. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He turns and walks away. Before The smile drops immediately. I kind of, I go and stand in the doorway, and I put my arms up on either side. So are we going to go into a saloon or something? (laughs) Right? You know, Locke, that's a hey, pretty good impression. Frankie, are we gonna we're gonna wrestle up some critters? Is that right? Yeah, that sounds and we're just like drink a, ourselves a sarsaparilla too. That, that sounds one? yeah, that sounds really good. What is a sarsaparilla? It's a old Earth drink. Oh, oh, I haven't had that. Would you buy me one? I don't have a lot of credits. I haven't been on the ship very long. 
I'll get you something. Oh, by the way, you should all roll for your money. You have five D. I think you roll for five D 10 credits. Yeah. Times 10. Times 10. Yeah. I already rolled. Yeah. Five D 10 times 10. Yeah. 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 Okay. If you haven't rolled, roll. If you have rolled, great. I think, I think it would be really cool if we could, if you would buy me a drink, a sarsaparilla. I think this is the first time in my life that a gentleman was like, hey, Frankie, you should buy me a drink. How does it feel to be wanted? <laughs> Speaking of wanting, Doc. You need something? I'm a little irritable. Well, cigarette should fix that. I feel like maybe my moods need stabilized. Oh, are you on your period? <laughs> this rules. Lock. Look at me. I uh, oh wait. Are you look on your at me? I look like piercingly into your eyes. Like all the attention. I need you to go to the bridge. And in, okay. my, and in my seat, yes. on the left-hand side, there's a cup holder. Yes. And inside that cup holder is a pack of cigarettes. Your cigarettes. Yes, Locke, this is very important to me. I need you to go get those right now. I can do that. I know you can do that. That's why I'm asking you to go. I'm really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, and Locke is just gone, and then it's just Albert and... Uh, Frankie in the med bay. You know they're not your dog. I'm acutely aware of that, uh, but sometimes a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Which is? Look, you know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't like this as much as you do. I don't like this as much as you don't like this. Whatever. <laughs> Hang on. And uh, Albert reaches up into the cabinet. And in the cabinet, there is a um, a neon light. And in this cabinet, there are a couple of plants growing. There's a rudimentary hydroponic system set up. There are a few things in vials and a few unmarked bottles of things. He reaches up and he pulls down a bottle. Um, he reaches in and takes out a um, eyedropper. Um, puts the eyedropper into the liquid file and hands the eyedropper over to Frankie. Inside is the drug uh, Soma. And uh, for the sake of our listeners, uh, Albert, can you describe what Soma... Well, actually, why don't we wait and see the effects on Frankie? Gotcha. So Frankie, Albert hands you or reaches out to you, offers you this eyedropper. You know how it goes, Frank, in the eye. It hurt, It burns. Yeah. <laughs> so does your cigarette smoke in a fucking spaceship. <laughs> We've got air purifiers in some of the, in some of the cabinets. Have you ever looked cabins. at one of those air purifiers after you walk through the room? Look, what I do is nowhere near as harmful to my body as what you consume every single day. How dare you compare us at all? I just... You can hear feet running back. Hurry up, they're coming back. Now or never. She takes the... Does the eyedropper. Give me the eyedropper back. (laughs) And I I like that Salat comes into the room as he's kind of closing up this thing. I've got your cigarettes. Just put them on the table. Well, I'll, I'll just hold them. Frankie's like squinting really hard, like closing her eyes really hard. Do you have a headache? Period. Oh, right. Yeah, in my brain. Yeah, it's her brain period luck. Well. Look, we only have an hour. I mean, Let's, if, what are we doing? I want to go out and see this space station. Let's go. Let's go. So we, uh, sorry, go ahead. Hand over the cigarettes. Can I try? No. 
I better not. Come on, Frank. You went and got him. I didn't say no. Didn't say yeah. So this exchange... I want to try one of those cigarettes. We as the audience thought that this exchange was continuing to take place in the med bay, but actually uh, we now, like as the camera pulls back further, we see that there are lights moving past the the trio of you standing together in what is now, as the camera pulls further back, clearly an elevator. And you are moving further and further along this elevator, uh, which is a you know part of the spindle that goes into the station ex- itself. Oh, it's the umbilical. It, thank you. Yes, it's the umbilical. And we're um, heading into the station itself. Uh, there's like the, the elevator is very dirty. It smells like oil and grease. And the, Christ, don't they ever clean these things? There's a it smells like boozer. <laughs> there is a badly uh, in, in disrepair, like um, neon sign or not a neon sign. I guess it'd be like a digital LED sign that is changing, but glitchily changing to different um, like places on the station that you don't recognize. Like, uh, like come down to tropical paradise where, and it's a picture of like a very like it's like uh, one of these things where the body is like dancing that way and it flickers and it dance. So it's like just two positions, but it's moving. So it looks like it's shaking, you know? Yes. Like yes. Palm trees that do the same thing. Yep. And uh, advertising for various uh, bars and short stay micro tells inside the station. Um, and the elevator ding and the doorways part. And you see inside Gisha two also known as the gash, a shithole inside of a shithole, <laughs> a cylinder type station. Uh, one of the few stations with decent artificial gravity. Most stations you're just like floating around, but the station actually has um, centrifugal artificial gravity. Uh, you, you see as the, uh, the doors open um, signs for all types of entertainment and pleasure. Um, there's brothels, there's strip clubs, there's microtels, there's bars, um, there's opium dens, but not opium, space opium dens. Spacium. Spacium dens. And uh, interspersed all of that overt advertising are markings denoting Dayashi Corp, thanks you for your service, and uh, other positive reinforcing signs, like vaguely propagandaist signs of ethnically Asian looking individuals like working a field and above it, it says Dayashi appreciates your hard work and with under uh, heavily underlined beneath that. There's like really like loud elevator music playing throughout this whole thing. That's just like you, it, you like have to almost have to yell over it. Cause it's just like so pleasant. Oh yeah. And yeah, just yeah. trying so hard to be so like a place that people want to be. Yep. Yeah. I also kind of think what would be kind of cool is when the doors open, we're hit with like a, an abundance of light that we're not used to. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, holy shit, you know, because you imagine these skiffs in the space and stuff. It's like there's no light coming in. Uh, Half the lights don't work. They flicker if they do, whatever, right? Yep. But this thing is like a functioning system that is like maintained to a point, yep. but whatever, but it's more light than we normally see. And it's like almost kind of like off-putting. Definitely. Very much so. Um, I don't care who's leading, but where do you, you guys are bombarded by all of these images we just described. What do you do? Where do you go? Come on, Locke. Let's go to the bar. Catch you later, Frankie. I thought you were here to get stim packs. Hell do you know what I want? Listen, I was put in charge. I was told to stick with the two of you. Well, then tag along, but we're going to the bar. Yeah. Come on, y'all. <laughs> so, right? That's right. So you go to the nearest bar. So <clears throat> this may be the first time that you've ever seen Locke in like light. Yeah. Beautiful. Like weird. Like men and women are looking like it's different. You look like a uh, classical painting. Yeah. Right. Like perfect skin. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Chiseled like jaw. Like well, yeah. Like you kind of see what you want to see. If you're attracted, you see what you want, you know, or you take away from that feeling what you want. 
And the the amount of people here, I mean, you you are thrust into what feels like uh, to create a metaphor for what our audience would understand. It would be like a crowd at Times Square, just like right. bustling people of all different types moving about. Uh, minding their own business. If you're in the way, they like run into you. No one is taking pause to like get out of your way. And I'm very good at moving through this. Like nimble. Yeah. So uh, we see the the nearest bar is a kind of point. A, Let's it's, go. It's a fucking honky tonk bar, isn't it? It's it's a it's a honky tonk teamster bar called Jack Rollers. <laughs> And it's uh, a neon sign, and it's like one of those atypical neon signs where there's a graphic of a a person in coveralls with like a yellow hard hat that is um, like sad, and then he's holding a beer and he's smiling. Sad wrench, and wrench in the hand. Yeah. Sad turns into a beer. Happy. Oh, wrench in the, there you go. A hundred percent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's called Jack Rollers, and you hear space country music like blasting from the interior speakers. As I'm kind of like weaving in between people, like oddly not touching anybody, I kind of look over my shoulder as they're kind of angrily staring at each other. Frankie, this one's got your name all over it. And I'm pointing and I'm just kind of still just kind of nobody's bumping into me. I'm staying out of the way of people. This one. There are six other bars on this dock here. Do we have to go to this one? Yeah. I thought you would like it. I thought you would like it. It's not how I sound. Let's go. Let's go, Locke. So we we hear the space equivalent to uh, space Toby Keith. Which, if you can like fathom a more horrific shrill no, 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 sound, no. you hear you hear a uh, the the forty fifth cover of um, Old, Old Town, Town Road. Road. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna <laughs> take my ship to so, the Old Town Road. I go straight up to the bar, and I say, I know two people here that really want sarsaparillas. And I say that kind of loudly. And I look over my shoulder at Frankie and I'm waving. <laughs> so there's this crowded bar. The bar is full of people in dock worker coveralls. So they all appear to be wearing the same uh, bright red Teamster uniform. And most of them are wearing the same patch that says unionized porters number 303 and it's got like a flying spaceship and in front of that is a wrench um they look to be a bunch of like dock union workers that make this place their home and they all kind of like turn and look at Locke as he's saying this the bartender has is missing an arm has like just a a hook hand more or less and is uh filling up drinks for people and he looks at you what is that you want Sarsaparilla. Everyone just starts laughing at what you just said. <laughs> and I kind of start looking at everyone. I'm like, <laughs> and I start laughing out loud with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sarsaparilla. Um, yeah. Uh, sure thing. Well, what did you say your name was, boy? I'm Locke. Sure thing, Locke. Uh, that'll be two credits. Well, my friend's buying it because I don't have as much money as she does. I put, and two, I put four credits on the, on the table. He like reaches out and pulls the money in, and he puts a couple in like a, a old, crappy stainless steel uh, mug that says tip jar on the side, and then takes the other two and puts it in a register. This is uh, sarsaparilla coming up. Please say that it's not sarsaparilla. Oh, it's it's definitely just like straight space draft whiskey. space. No, it's just space beer. No, just like very crappy, okay. poorly brewed space beer. Cool. It's like Bush Light, but way worse. Or way better. Worse. So the equivalent of like human piss. Right, Bush Light. He said that. Yeah. Whoa, you guys are like getting awful... Aggressive. Sorry, I. <laughs> Sorry, we're not involved I've in that. Been known to get fucked up on bush light. It's fine. Yeah, I was there. It was, and it was amazing. The stuff I remember. It was so much fun. So the Polaroids we have are, <laughs> will live on forever. Incriminating. Yeah. AJ, uh, we. So so he pours like a couple frothy. Uh, no, he. You just ordered one, right? 
I said a couple. And so yeah. sorry. So he, he he pours two frothy mugs of very right. vaguely yellow uh, ale, like it's probably barely beer, and puts it out on the table and says, "It uh, doesn't say anything to you." Puts it out on the table and then hears some patrons down on the end of the table and goes to pay attention to uh, them. I grab it and I drink all of it. And then when I'm done, I wipe my mouth, like like my upper lip and the, you know, whatever foam was there is gone. And that's really good sarsaparilla. Really good. That's right, buddy. You like that, Locke? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, maybe we can start keeping some stuff on the ship. Oh. I'll see what I can do. Um, hey, uh, barkeep. The, uh, the same bartender who is in the midst of starting a conversation turns to see like you three again and you feel his disdain like waft over you and he walks back over the a short few steps over to where you're standing at the bar yeah you know where um i look over at frankie and what's frankie doing listening hey uh, frankie can you fuck off i suppose thank you Lock, you ever heard of a jukebox? No. Well, come with me. I'll show you what, what we've got going on over here. So Frankie and Locke leave. Listen, man, um, I'm looking for fruit. How much do you want? Well, three if you got them, but I'll take one. Or how much do I have on me? Well, shit. Um... I got a few credits, but look, I got stuff I can trade and, you know. Do you got any, uh, what's that shit they do in Galileo? Uh, that Soma stuff? Oh, yeah. You got any of that? Yeah. I'll trade one for one. All right, deal. Come around to the side. You got it. He uh, he walks down the bar table and he calls down, hey, I'll, I'll be right back. And uh, walks down, lifts up the um, the table to pass through it. Says, here, the freezer. And you two watch as Albert uh, follows the bartender to this back area. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pushes open a swinging door and motions for Albert to walk in first. Follows oh. in behind him and the door like swings and then stops swinging. Yeah, I just Frankie just had total daggers the whole time. What's Doctor watching that whole What's Doctor Kwong doing? He's getting, uh, he's getting medicine for the ship, but it's expensive. At a bar. Docs like this lock their. It's a it's a one stop shop, and uh, he's just we're getting what we need, and he's getting what he needs, and that's. That's how jobs get done around here, okay? That's how that's how we do things on the Blue Lucy. I don't need you asking any more questions, all right? What's the be- what's the best song to play? <laughs> the best song to play. Is that what Are you going to let me finish my my answer here? I I'm I'm sorry. It's a little by a little band called Fleetwood Mac. The song's called The Chain. Oh. Look it up on the turnstile there. So we we hear very softly a sci-fi space cover of the chain. And uh up a, up a little bit. We just don't want we just don't want the iTunes uh and Spotify if we just talk over it they can't pop. Gremlins take it. Gremlins. Um so we we uh we cut over to um Albert who is getting punched in the face by uh the bartender. Um he's his shirt is being held in this uh uh prosthetic claw and he's just getting like decked in the face. <laughs> where's where's the fucking soma? It's on the ship, you stupid fuck. He pushes you against the uh back of the freezer door. What the fuck you come here for? Demanding this, asking for this shit, and you don't bring it with you? I got it, man. Just relax. I don't take promises, man. I take the real shit, okay? All right, fucking 
hang on. And um, uh, Albert reaches into the back of his overalls and he grabs a uh, rolled up um, cloth. And in the cloth is a file and a dropper. And it's like, it's my, it's my fucking ass, Soma. You can have it. He like rips it out of your hand and stuffs it in his pocket. Where's the fruit? He goes over to a uh, like a a cardboard box. There's like a bunch of like like shitty boxes of fried food. He goes up to the top shelf and pulls a box that's behind a bunch of other stuff. Moves another box out of the way and pulls it in front of him. Lifts it down. Opens the box. Reaches in and pulls out a couple for you. What does this stuff look like? It looks like a red, purplish fruit. They're fairly small in size, about the size of plums. Um, like just two? That's all I got, man. I'll take them. Here. And he uh, he abruptly like shoves them into your <laughs> chest. Don't do that shit in my bar, all right? I've got enough problems with security without you dipshits and that weirdo that you're with causing issues, all right? Yeah, you can stay and drink and enjoy yourselves and patronage my wares. But if you're going to do that shit, do it outside. All right. Fine. You have anything I can wipe the blood off my face with? He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small Kleenex. Wow. Still use paper. (laughs) Laser paper. Space paper. (laughs) Yeah, it's laser paper. Pleasure doing business with you. What'd you say your name was? (laughs) Please don't hit me. (laughs) And uh, yeah, he he hands you the um, hands you the Kleenex more or less, and then um, like brushes past you and walks out of the freezer. Albert takes a second to collect himself and wipe the blood off his face, and he takes a look at the fruit and says, "You better be worth it." So that's happening. And the uh, the bartender comes out from behind the bar, and you see him like wh- he's kind of like wiping right. his knuckles off and and flexing his fingers. And Frankie's at the jukebox, kind of leaning over, looking at the songs, and then kind of leans up and looks. And I'm not there, and I'm over by the end of the bar, and I'm looking at the guy as he comes out. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Where's my friend? He's on his way out. Where's my friend? He's... Fuck you. I kind of put my hand on the bar and lean forward. Where is my friend? Frankie's head snaps at the fuck you from the bartender. And now she's... Her little frame is trying to get through the people and get to where Locke is. Um... So are you trying to persuade him to tell you? So I put my hand on the bar and I say, where is my friend? You fat fuck. You little piece of shit. As soon as his hand moves towards mine, a blade comes out from behind my pocket and it's in his hand. Boom. And you just hear this, fuck, and it's like quick as silver. Everyone in the bar starts like yelling and hollering. A bar fight is seconds away from breaking out. People are like, what the fuck? And the the bartender now in his- He went to go grab my hand and you know what I mean? Like, and it's in the top of his hand. Yeah. And instead of like sticking it in, I just go as it's in, I pull in between his- forefinger and his thumb and so it just splits open blood just starts shooting out oh motherfucker oh you son of a bitch and I, 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 I'm around him and I open up the door and he's back in there wiping his face Dr. Kwan are you okay yeah I'm fine what the hell happened we need to leave yeah let's go something happened to the bartender what the fuck Locke I don't know let's get the fuck out of here so at this point like uh, people immediately just start like punching each other. Um, go ahead and roll. Uh, I guess speed for me, uh, Frankie. Um, just making a straight up speed. Uh, let's see if there's a skill attached to it. Um, athletics for me, please. Uh, 
I don't have that. So you'll just use your straight up speed. Okay. So you'll roll under that number. I roll up 23. So you succeed? I nice. do. So you're able to deftly like kind of dodge out of the way of all of like the punching and um, screaming and yelling. Um, On my way out, I spot some a bar patron, a pack of cigarettes falls out of his pocket, and I just snatch him. A little snatch and grab. A little snatch and grab, <laughs> you know what I'm wrong. talking about? So like, do we, we hear like all of this fighting and stuff happening from inside the bar, and where do we see you guys meet up? Out in front, so... Uh, Frankie kind of makes her way out because she came from a different angle and there's like this kind of roiling mass of people fighting and uh, stuff and then out from it comes Locke with it, in his hand is holding Albert's hand and they come out <laughs> and there's just kind of clean as day except he's got a little bit of smudge of blood on his face and stuff and that was fun I'd like some more sarsaparilla but I don't think we can get it here we probably need to leave you see uh, like um flashing lights coming from up the walkway and uh you hear over the loudspeakers like please remain calm station security is on its way that's actually great advice please just find the elevator remain calm station security is on its way shoot eyeballs at albert i didn't do it (laughs) to the elevator then boys yeah let's get out of here so you guys haul thanks for taking me guys this is fun I'm glad you're Are you, you like okay? Me. No, I was I'm, worried about you. I'm fine, Locke. Did you stab that guy? What? The bartender. No, I don't know what happened. I was at the jukebox and I looked up and you were gone. Well, I got worried. Frankie lights a cigarette in the elevator. So, do we want to fast forward a little bit to you guys back on the ship? Sure. Yeah. So we get back onto the ship and you guys, uh, you, you, the three of you finish, uh, you get back on the ship and are doing whatever you're doing and you hear on comms, uh, I guess, Frankie, you, you get a direct message from the captain. Frankie, you there? Yeah, captain. Hey, uh, we got intel on the target. Uh, me and the boys are on their way back. Uh, prep the ship for dust off. Uh, you got it. All right. Captain Winger out. I uh, go to the bridge and I want to find, I want to just see if everyone, who else is back on the ship? So uh, Boozer is still gone. Slim and uh, Gut are are on board. Okay. Um, and then it's you three, and that's it. So Everyone else was with the captain. Mm-hmm. And then Boozer, who the fuck knows where Boozer is. Cool. On the comm, I connect with Locke. Locke? Uh, fighting a Western accent. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What? Yes. Did Boozer say anything to you about... Uh, where he was where he was headed today? Probably no. Um no, I don't know. I my guess is he's probably drinking or dying somewhere. You didn't he's, see he's pretty fat and close to death. Um I think we're all pretty aware of that there, Locke. Uh you didn't see him in the bar we were in in, in the oh, dock, no, did no. you? Don't worry, I, we can we can start the pre flight checks. All right. Well, do you want to help me get started with those? Yes. Yes, yep. Yes, ma'am. All right, then. We start the pre-low, pre, pre, disembark departure. Yeah. Yeah. Rad. So, uh, you, you two are doing that. Albert, what are you doing? Uh, Albert went straight to the med bay. He unloads the, um, rolled up Soma that was hiding in his ass and puts it back in the cabinet. Um, (laughs) he unloads the two pieces of fruit. And opens up a cabinet, and in the sidewall of the cabinet, there's a um, safe. He puts in the combination and puts stows the fruit in the safe. Like fruit? Yeah. Like what I was eating for breakfast fruit? Not like that kind of fruit. Not like that kind of fruit. fruit. Got it. Different fruit. Different fruit. Different fruit. Different fruit. Different fruit. It takes different <laughs> fruits to rule the world. 
It's like different strokes, but different fruits. Fruit me, fruit me. Fruit. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Locke, you, you get a message. Um, you get a, a, a beep on your, uh, comm and your comms. And, uh, the voice over a voice comes over the comms of Boozer. Uh, Locke. Hey, Locke. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, this is Locke. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I got myself in a bit of a tight spot. Have you heard from the captain? Yes. Hey, uh, we're supposed to leave. When? Uh, now. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Uh, There's all kinds of security down here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the fuck out of here in time. Hey, cover for me, okay? Sure. Just don't let him leave without me, all right, Locke? I'm okay. Sh- I'm trusting you. Okay. All right. I sh- I should be there. They've got us, like, going through a checkpoint. So We're doing pre-flight checks now. Okay, I'm... Like, I, right now, I'm y- in the middle of them. Okay, I, I'm hurrying. I sure would hate to blow up this ship by accident. God damn it, Locke, you listen to me. Don't you do anything. You get Slim. Where's Slim? Get her on the horn. Where the fuck is she? Slim! I kind of cut over to a different channel. Boozer's drunk, and he's not going to get here or some shit, and uh, he, I'm... He, yeah, he wants to talk to you. Are you serious? Well, that's what he's saying to me. What channel is he on? I give her the channel, I, and I say, but you know. She clicks over I mean, to the you're channel. completely, okay. <laughs> Boozer. Oh, what? Where the fuck are you? Oh, well, that's the thing. Um, t- t- Captain gave us two hours of shore leave, and by my calculations... I've got an hour of shore leave left, and this dumb motherfucker tells me we're leaving now. We're prepping for dust off. I have only finished my second beer. Boozer, we need to go. We're prepping for dust off. Sounds like the captain's on his way back right now. Okay, well, there's a situation down here. Security's fucking tight for some fuck. Some dipshit got stabbed. I'm not going to get out of here for at least a little while. Hold the ship, all right? Tell captain to just hold his horses. I'll be there in less than an hour, okay? In the headset, there's like a way you can try to click in. So the entire conversation that Slim was having, she was hearing, beep, 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 beep. I'm like just trying to break into that conversation. Can, did I hear any of that? No, this is all on private comm. So you can you can calm everyone or you can calm just like a person. Okay. I want to I want to talk to Slim. Okay. Just, I just want to check in. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I don't care who goes first, whatever. Oh, I, whatever. I go first. I'm a lady. Yep. Uh, uh, f- Frankie? <laughs> Frankie, is that you? Yeah, Slim, uh, we're, we're trying to get ready for dust off here and we don't have a, we don't have a boozer. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be a minute. Boozer's. What boozer's- do you mean it's going to be a minute? Boozer's stuck. He's there's a security checkpoint, I guess. Winger's on his way back to the ship right now. Yeah, n- I'm aware, Frankie. Watch uh, your tone. Sorry, I get that. I get that, Frankie. Uh, listen, if we need to, we don't need Boozer. We we can do all the checks needed. Uh uh-uh, uh, um, that's not how that's not how this pilot rolls. We are not taking off without everyone accounted for okay well if we're gonna wait for boozer we could be here for a while and you're going to be the one that will have to explain that to winger not me well it sounds like you're going in after boozer god damn it take guts with you move quickly all right you got it and uh so uh you see guts and uh slim run down the hall or run down the passageway wherever you're at Locke. And they they brush past you and like mean mug you as they. I smile really boldly as they walk by. And as soon as they walk by, my smile drops and I go in. I go actually into the sections that I've been in for the last few weeks. And I start doing all the pre-flight checks perfectly by myself. 
Uh, we cut over to the captain who is on the elevator up um, toward coming into the spindle where you all are. And we see him, we, the camera is from like a, another closed circuit camera angle, this upper corner of this elevator. So we get the backs of the, uh, we get the backs of everybody and we can only make out a few words. A Viking. Seriously? A Viking? And we see Sar- the sergeant slap one of the privates upside the head. Watch your mouth when you're addressing the captain. We've got this shit on lock, understand? And the private adjusts himself and nods his head. And uh, Captain Winger turns and says, It should be fine. This intel is correct. It's an old model. And we should have the drop on him. And the, uh, the sergeant says, you, Did you get any word on what model this was, sir? And the captain says, yeah, 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 it's, uh, it's an Odin model. It's not one of the combat units. It's uh, one of the planning and strategist units. And if we got the drop on him, we've got this, this million, f- this five mil payout is going to be so worth it. I tr- <laughs> Once we get this payout, you're not going to be needing to work with Marines and logistics ever again, Sergeant. I can promise you that right now. And the we see from, again, this back camera angle, the Sergeant smile. Well, we don't see him smile. We put him, his posture changes and he puts his hands on his hips and he says, <laughs> yes, sir. Right away, sir. And the camera pulls back and fades to black. And that's where we'll take our second break, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with part three of the first episode of Viking. Yeah, yeah. Bitches. 